On today's episode of Locked On Spartans, we are going to be doing some navel gazing and talking about uh, what a weird day we had on July 1st and a little bit about Caden Hauser at Elite 11. And then we got an interview with former Michigan State quarterback Rocky Lombardi. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Monday, July 5th. The year is 2021. I am your host, Will Hunter, and I am joined by my A-list exclusive going up on Cameo, super-duper famous co-host, That's Matt right, yeah, yeah. Get your Cameo from me, $150 a piece. No, uh, what a what a odd week this has been for us, Will. I mean, first of all, hey, I, I want to clear this out right now before we go any further. Shout out to Matt Coughlin, yes. Keon Coleman, and yes. Rocky Lombardi for yes. just being so cool about yes. Kings. everything, man. Oh, man. I mean, this was one of our hangups is that we wanted them to tweet this certain half-assed sort of tweet without the players themselves coming off as total a-holes. But, you know... It's they were just totally down with it, man. Yeah. They were totally <laughs> down. I was like, yeah, dude, awesome. Let's go for it. <laughs> so, were, yeah. They were equally as excited as we were to like, we were, I woke up and we can actually, you know, we'll, we'll pin this. We're going to talk about it in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, real quick. Reminder to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Lockdown Spartans wherever you get your podcast. We do this every single day, five days a week in season, three days a week during the summer, but every single day. In season, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I imagine we might have some new listeners today. Thank you, everyone who yes, found us. Yes, if you're a Matt Coughlin follower, uh, thank you for finally <laughs> listening. It is amazing to have you aboard here. If you're a Rocky Lombardi fan, thank you for coming along. If, if you're in Louisiana, if you're a friend of Keon Coleman, folks, welcome. love welcome. to have you. Welcome aboard, baby. Um so we were just kicking around the idea. We interviewed Darian Harris, MSU Director of sure. Player Engagement, uh, just about NIL rules, what they were doing to prepare the the student-athletes, the football players, uh, for this new change. And, you know, it happened so quick. What's it going to be like? What are some of the rules? All that. And after we got off that call with Darian, you and I mm-hmm. were texting like, all right, we kind of we have to do something. We have to – we're going to be allowed to pay a college athlete yeah. to send a tweet for us. In like four hours, what are we gonna do? And uh, I was gonna, <laughs> well, I, I was gonna say it, it wasn't after the interview. Like I remember asking Darian, like, so can I just DM and Venmo a player? <laughs> yes. And honestly, when he said yes, well, I'm sorry. Like I don't know how it came off in the interview, but I, I blacked out for the next minute because I sent like four DMs to different athletes. <laughs> I was like, uh, Darian, that's all I needed to hear. Keon, Off to the races, baby. <laughs> Keon <laughs> Coleman. <laughs> Keon Coleman had to be the first one because like two weeks ago, right, right. he sent out that screen grab that a lot of college athletes were sending like, sure. hey, the NCAA is going to announce on July 1st, we can uh, profit off our name, image, likeness, hit me up, yada, yada, yada. Like he honestly was the very first, he may have written the actual thing on the notes app and been the originator mm-hmm. of that because he was the very first person I saw it. And I saw plenty of uh, sure. players tweeting that out. In the the previous few days, like right before NIL took place, so he was the first one. Like we know, Keon is going to be down to get this back. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, baby. <laughs> and of That's course, right. He responds. He's in. 
send them uh we need to send them the money <laughs> we have to wait till midnight uh and then because it's a dead period right now for football matt uh coaches are on vacation players mm-hmm. are you know a lot of players go home i have no idea if keon's back in louisiana or if he's hanging out in michigan for the time that sure. they have off whatever but they're not in the regimented schedule of we're getting up at six we're lifting we're working out we're going to class at 8.30, whatever. Like, you know, they're free to live it up a little, do whatever they're doing. So we're waiting for Keon's uh, information to pay uh, him. And we get to the point where Matt falls asleep waiting for the information, yeah. wakes up to yeah. a message at like That's 2 in me. the morning or whatever time it was, <laughs> middle of the night. Hey, here's my cash app name. <laughs> like, well, I guess we're yeah. not going to get this tweet off at midnight. So that was a fun first thing, and then it was just <laughs> send them the money, and we're just waiting for that one. And in the meantime, you and I, like, I it, I had an epiphany that morning. I was like, wait a second. I haven't right. really seen any Michigan State football, basketball, anything, do anything publicly. Like, if we can get someone right now, we have the chance to be the first ones. And Historic. <laughs> historic. Moment, baby. That's right. <laughs> I sent the DM to Coglin, like, because I had tweeted at him, like, hey, can I pay you? to like send a tweet for me and he, he finally got back to me in the morning i dm'd him we got that set up in the meantime a couple msu guys joined the video game cameo company on instagram and sure. posted about that so they had their deals first they were the first public deals but we were dead set on getting the very first tweet very first podcast sponsorship on public record from an athlete and we got like the perfect person to do it matt Coglin gets yes. back to us yes totally on board, totally game, sends it. And as soon as he sent it, like I was just reading it and it was so funny. Like it's not even, it's a funny ish tweet and it's a funny ish idea, but just the idea that it all came together, like so quick, like I just paid a college Mm -hmm. athlete (laughs) legally, not a violation. He sent off this intentionally (laughs) half-assed promotion for our crappy podcast and I looked like right. two minutes later and it had like 17 retweets already. I was like, oh no, this is going to go. <laughs> and you and I, we were texting back and forth like, hey, when he tweets it, we'll tag the local beat writers and we'll make sure like, <laughs> right. you know, like we'll be. As a joke. Right? Yeah, as a yeah, bit like, hey, we made history here. Hey, 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 like put us in your write up because you know they're all going to be covering it. And we right. thought like maybe Matt Charbonneau would acknowledge us half like heartedly because uh, he would not, not get even <laughs> maybe right. maybe Colton Pouncey with the Athletic would like the tweet because Colton like, Colton yeah. tolerates us <laughs> maybe right yeah and yeah. I look like Colton, Colton gets the bit yeah, yeah. <laughs> I look a half an hour later and Matt Norlander's like hey we're gonna talk about this on the CBS Inside College Basketball podcast I was like wait a second. What is happening? And then it just absolutely exploded. And outside of the people who didn't get the bit, uh, who thought like, which is like five people. Yes, it was five a very people, small man. amount of people. The reaction it was like Matt Coglin won day one of national oh. or name, image, and likeness day, and it was so great. I was so what? fired up. And just like you said, like you can't name a better player no. to do it right. Like, because so yes, the original plan random. was Keon, just because he has so much clout and everything, and like we really thought we were going to get him. And then, yeah, 
the morning rolls around and it is Coglin. Like, it, what better player than the 11th year senior who has so much swag, so much flow in the hair, like such a seemingly a carefree attitude, just to be like, yeah, yeah, sure, like let's get nuts, fellas, <laughs> let's go yeah. for it. So let's let's be honest. Uh, a red-headed, red-bearded, mulleted kicker yeah, from Michigan right. State. Just obscure the, the as man. hell. I know. So, yeah, <laughs> Coughlin was the absolutely best player to do it. Because, like, we were thinking back and forth, like, who would be a good athlete? Yeah, and it, it just fell right in our laps. Yeah. Right there, man. Yeah. And, yeah, of course, we're thinking of, like, what to tweet, yada, yada, yada. And then, I, and then it kind of, like, I don't know, like a light bulb goes off in our heads. It's like... We all know what these athletes are here for. Like, yeah. this isn't—they're not signing out with us because no. they listen to our show or align with our values and our morals. Like, no, listen, no. We're, we're paying them X amount of money just to you know, get of us fake clout. Yeah, of course, yeah. of course, they've—they've not—not not only have never listened to us. We'll bitch, never. they never even heard of us. <laughs> like, yeah. So, yeah, like, that, that was just the way and they should, go. Just lackadaisical. No, of course. No, they have no reason to listen to us. Please. We, we, they don't have to listen to us talk about the games. They've played in the games. So, yeah, it, it was just all around fantastic, and what a what a whirlwind, man! <laughs> that was that was very fun. And I, the, the listeners that built this up too, you guys oh, yeah. are yes. sensational you guys as always. I mean, the, the, so, yeah, it, yeah, it was. It, it blew our expectations out of the water. How good it could be! A because how awesome the three athletes were. For if you're listening to the show on Monday, potentially we'll see how the rest of the DMs go. Yeah, it was unbelievable uh, just because of the athletes and how awesome our listeners are. And, yeah, you guys get us. The athletes now get us. <laughs> yeah, it was it was awesome. Yeah, uh, there we are. Yep. And, and, and now, well, our <laughs> listeners are 2.1 million downloads per episode. Yes. And oh, I can biggest... retire by the end of the yeah. week. So this it's is our last week of shows, everyone. That's right. Yeah, Bill Simmons and Pardon My Take and the Levitard Show, they're looking up at us. Mm-hmm. We're number one. That's right. I got a call from Call Me Daddy. Did you or no? That, no. Or was that just no. a me thing? Okay, that was sorry. Just a you Shoot. Thing. I, I did get a call from the local news station. <laughs> yeah, that's right, baby. Let's go. I was <laughs> driving my child to the zoo. Me and my me and my buddy, my one year old child, were like, let's go spend a few hours at the zoo, bud. Mom's at Not work. Not so fast, my friend. It was it was my wife and I's anniversary. She was at work all day. I was not doing anything other than watching the tweet go insane it's like buddy let's go to the zoo let's have some fun that's right i got a message on facebook from the assignment editor to lansing tv station like hey do you want to come the man do you want to talk to our sports guy and be on the news and coming from local news um in a previous professional life it was just the quickest yes i could ever give i was like yep i'm in sure sure joined you and Kellen with the Lansing NBC affiliate from outside the chimpanzee exhibit at the John Paul <laughs> Zoo. And I was uh, 20 feet away from the pool I was drinking at all day in a basketball oh my jersey. God. I was ready to that field was, some questions. That's oh, <laughs> it, it was so funny just how everything uh, played out. I God, I cannot, I can't even, I cannot believe that that, happen that way and just the way it took off and you know what it also gave me the chance to uh flex and do something that i never do and absolutely body somebody on twitter you know me i'm trying to avoid these conflicts these days i try to try to you know 
trying to not dig into mentions or whatever, but somebody went after a, te- a, a guy with a Tennessee Volunteers uh, AV on Twitter, <laughs> went after Keon for doing a half ass tweet. And by the way, his was the best because he left the quotes yes. in. <laughs> Left the quotes in. I, I, like, I was a little annoyed for about 0.002 no, seconds. So I left the quotes funny. in, and then it quickly dawned on me, like, <laughs> oh that's my. even that's even better. Keon, like, I love you, man. That, that's re- what I'm talking about. It reminded me of when um, all the, I think it was football players, whatever it was, like hanging out at the Nokia lounge outside of the ESPYs sure. all at the exact well, like, same happy time. Happy to be drafted by parentheses. Answer team here. Yes. Excited to go to oh, parentheses. So Answer funny. city here. Like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> That was that was I died laughing. But someone went after him like, "Oh, really? You're, they're gonna a podcast is gonna pay you, and you're gonna do this half-assed tweet for him?" I was like, "I paid for it, and it's perfect. precisely, precisely." Yeah, it's like, "Oh, or like people are like at Coglin, and listen, like this is a lot of people. It's a very small minority. Yes. It was like, oh, you're not even gonna like include the link? Like, no, no, no. hell no. Why would he? He, he, asked he clearly stated he doesn't listen to the podcast. Like, no, of course he's not gonna include the link. He asked me, he's like, "Hey, do you want me to like tag you guys in the tweet or nope. do it? Like, nope." nope. Sure don't. Sure don't. (laughs) Incredibly mundane, awful recommendation on our behalf, please, man. And it was. If if anything, just make it all lowercase. Oh, no punctuation, all lowercase. (laughs) I'm sure it's fine. You know, that no, was the original. I, I'm sure three athletes like I, I've I've loved Coglin. Yes. Lombardi's an icon forever. <laughs> Keon Coleman, future <laughs> yes. icon, but like God, those guys, yeah, <laughs> major absolutely. friends of the program. I'm I'm major fans uh, of all of them too. Yeah. Well, we'll hear more from Rocky Lombardi uh, in a few minutes. That actually was an awesome interview for, yeah. from my point of view. Yeah. I, I can't speak to Rocky, but like I, that <laughs> is one of the better ones that I feel like we've had. Well, we will play it for you guys in about ten minutes. First, we will talk about. A future Michigan State quarterback uh, impressing some folks out in California. Caden Hauser at the Elite 11 Finals. We'll do that here in just a second. But first, a word from betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs at betonline.ag or on their mobile app before the next pitch. Head over to Bet Online or your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to and through the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code Locked On. One word, Locked On, and you're going to get that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. All right, welcome back to Locked On Spartans. Matt, when I Will. saw our friend Colton Pouncey, who covers Michigan State football for The Athletic, was oh. out in Los Angeles for the yeah. Elite 11 Finals, my very first thought, my reaction was, why would they pay him to do that? That seems silly. God, you have read my mind, Will, because that that's was my, yeah, that verbatim was my, the same thought I had, too. Yes. Yeah. And I tweeted. But like, the Athletic is a premium. Yes. yes. Athletic subscription yes. service. So, you know what? Hey, keep and balling, then, baby. So, that was my initial thought. And then, like, three hours later, I was like, thank God the Athletic sent Colton to Los yes. Angeles for yes. the Elite 11 yes. Finals. Yes. Um, yes. We yes. are getting an inside sneak peek of Caden Hauser competing at the Elite 11 Finals. And it's Friday night as we record this. We didn't want to record 
Matt's on vacation. I've got a, a bunch of stuff this yeah, weekend. Yeah, just because we we're paying Holiday players for weekend. advertisement doesn't yeah. mean that we try any harder. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. let's get that Holiday very weekend. Clear. We, right. we don't know if Hauser was going to win a lead lever or whatever, but he's doing really well. Anyway. Let's just say he won. Yeah. Let's say he won. <laughs> sure. We've got this inside look of him and Quinn Ewers and Drew sure. Aller and all the top quarterback prospects. A.J. Duffy, who was uh, a finalist for Michigan State between uh, them at uh, ASU, and then he eventually committed to Florida State. Getting to see all these guys uh, up close, great video, uh, courtesy of Colton. And dear God, I've never seen a hype train get fired up faster than the Michigan State hype train Mm, around Caden Hauser. Like, he is performing, has been performing, performed really well, and is super impressive. And if you talk to recruiting insiders that are there, uh, people who are involved in rankings and stuff like he is outperforming guys who are ranked in the top 100. He is outperforming a lot of the top quarterbacks in the country. Like he is really, really impressive. He finished f- tied for first in the elite 11. Uh, they do a little pro day thing where you <clears throat> do like a routine and do all the throws and stuff. He finished tied for first and then lost a throw off. Um, so technically was second place, but tied for first in the pro day has been super impressive. Uh, and you were getting this amazing inside look at it. And the hype train is out of the station and it's never coming back, Matt. Choo choo, man. Yeah, it's it's insane. And listen, we brought this up last week. It's what an insane reality check it is for freshman quarterbacks. Like, Hey, (laughs) like, well, I, I, I don't want to speak for you, but I will speak for you. Like, you like Hamp Faye. I like Hamp Faye. But th- I love Hamp Faye. I think he's it, a great prospect. Absolutely. But, man, we're already looking beyond him into the future of Kate and Hauser. And yes. it is. And, listen, you, you know, you look at his junior film. It, it's great. You look uh-huh. at his offer sheet, uh, his star rating on uh, 24-7 composite. It's all good. And then you look at like the, the six videos that our guy Colton Pouncey tweeted out and oh, like the throws on the run, dime pieces, the release so quick, the arm just hitting people in stride, man. It, I don't want to do this about a kid that's 17 years old. Oh, don't I, worry. We're going to pour dude, cold water on this. Don't worry. He, he looks as good as you would hope a quarterback yeah. prospect would yeah. look. That has committed to the school that well you root for. Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. You know what else too that I thought as well. And I'll get off on a quick tangent here. Is you know who else looked really well is uh, Luther Richardson, mm-hmm. and he's had I he think won it's the been pro reported day. Luther yeah, won the pro day. Won the, no, right, Luther Richardson won the, won the pro day, and MSU. Yeah, go ahead. You're going to talk about the offers. I was going to say, like, you, you might not know his name, but it, you would know his name if Hauser didn't commit because. It, MSU was one of Richardson's, I think, what what are they calling it? One of his three public offers, um, which means that MSU was in early on him. I don't know much beyond that. But mm-hmm. it, listen, t- to me, that says that they have an eye for talent. Um, that's incredible. Uh, it, it really is crazy that uh, Hauser and Richardson were two of their – Plan A guys, I would call it. it that, yeah. That's not unfair to call Richardson a plan A guy if if Hauser fell through. I mean, but yeah, like that's just great evaluation by the coaching staff. And if, well, I, am I getting carried away here by like just the Hauser and the 
staff evaluation. <laughs> Love. Well, I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I don't want to lead people astray here, especially if it's if it's their first time listening to Lock yeah. on Spartans. Uh, yeah. So between Richardson, between Hauser, and then Cade uh, Klubnik, who's also doing really well at Elite 11, and Michigan State was in on he's him early. It. Yeah, he's add, killing it. Yeah, add in uh, Hamp Fay, who was kind of an under-recruited gem that they appear to have found. I think it's safe to say that uh, between Jay Johnson and his staff, like there seems to be a pretty good eye for quarterback play, finding um, and evaluating and recruiting good talent. Like you don't, yeah, you want to be able to like one day land Quinn Ewers, right? The number one guy in the class, the number two. Yeah, that'd guy be fine. That'd sure. be fine. Yeah. And that stuff is a lot of times pretty obvious. You look at him, you're like, ah, oh, yes, that's a five star quarterback. But there is still value to being able to find somebody who's ranked uh, like 190th and be like, you know what? This dude actually should be like in the top 30. This guy's not the 10th best quarterback in the class. He's the third best quarterback in the class. And they're kind of doing that with Hauser. I don't know if Hauser's going to jump up that high. He's like 16th right now in 24-7. But I would be stunned if he's not a riser and doesn't end up somewhere in the top 10 of quarterbacks by time he ends up at Michigan State. And that's a positive sign for uh, the quarterback eye of Jay Johnson and his staff because that's really important to be able to kind of sure. uh, get guys who are underranked, right, and who are going to end up outperforming their ranks. And, again, he's a kid. This is a Elite 11 skills evaluation-type camp. They're in shorts. They're in shirts. They're throwing at targets. They're throwing to high school receivers who sometimes are five foot seven and sometimes have brick hands. Like so some of the videos, are like, oh, <laughs> that's a not that's not great. Yeah, right. Um, it, it, it's not anything more than a good showcase of the skill set that he currently has, which is really nice. But I think you said it well. He looks and he throws and he performs the way you would want your committed quarterback to do right now his film looks the way you would want it to look right now and that's kind of all you can get he can't be the starting quarterback for Michigan State football right now you know he can't win a game on the road in Ann Arbor for Michigan State right now so to talk Eh. about (laughs) maybe I'm not sure hold on I'm not saying he doesn't have the ability to to I'm, I'm saying he doesn't have the means to like we always jump ahead and try to, you know, not overhype, but like award awards before they're ready to be given out. Give out credit before it has been earned. Like he'll have his chance, but like where he's at right now, it's pretty much all you could want showing out and being one of the top guys at the Elite 11 finals for a quarterback. Like that's kind of all you can ask for from your recruit, Matt. Yeah, no, I guess. So what you're trying to say is that I shouldn't be uh, too excited right now. You no, be- who am I kidding? I'm gonna be excited. <laughs> yeah, let's go crazy. Gonna, he's gonna be. Yeah, gonna he's say, gonna win the Heisman. He's winning the Heisman. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, hold it. What is the plural of Heisman? Is it Heismai? Is, is it Heisman? Heisman, Heisman Oxen? Heis, Heis, is it Heis, it's the Heisman Trophy, right? Or, or, Not the or Heisman Trophy. So he would. He, he, Heisman. If you win two Heismans, you you're right. a Heis, you win a Heisman. E and A. Heismen. Hasmen. Hasmen. You, 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 
Heis- I've won Heisman. Yeah, it's Heisman. Heisman. You win a Heisman. Or is it Hoxon? I feel like it's Hoxon. We'll be right back with an interview with former Probably Michigan Hodson. State quarterback yeah. Rocky Lombardi in just a second. But first, a word from Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the planet. You know that. We've been telling you about that. But today, I'm going to be telling you about a special limited time flavor available only this week. Grasshopper cookie. Yes, grasshopper cookie you may be thinking to yourself what is that sounds gross that doesn't sound like something that i would want grasshoppers well this is built bar's version of the classic thin mint cookie has all the flavor without that sugar they sent us some advanced bars and these are probably my favorite built bars of anything that includes the birthday cake that includes the churro puff these things are incredible and like all built bars, they're not just delicious on your taste buds, they're also delicious on your body. 17 grams of protein, only 150 calories, only 5 grams of sugar. They are phenomenal. And of course, we've still got the standard coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. Plenty of flavors to choose from, and they are all healthy for you 17 to 18 grams of protein 130 to 180 calories only a few grams of sugar a few grams of net carbs amazing flavors all tasty all healthy order today get that grasshopper cookie or raspberry or strawberry or whatever you like by going to built.com use the promo code locked on one word locked on and you're going to get 15 percent off your order at built.com all right, let's get to Matt's interview with Rocky Lombardi, former Michigan State quarterback. What would you guys talk about? Michigan game only? Exclusively the Michigan game? Yeah, well, not only, but mostly. Okay. Honestly, great interview. A lot of good insight from Rocky. Yeah, he, he's the man, no doubt. Ladies and gentlemen, I am beyond honored to be joined by first-team all-name team member, first-team all-hair team member, current owner of the Paul Bunyan Trophy, and folks, forever MSU icon. Yes, I'm talking about Rocky Lombardi. Rocky, how on earth are you doing today, man? <laughs> I'm doing great, man. Thank you. How are you? Dude, I'm awesome uh, because we are celebrating a belated Paul Bunyan day. Uh, just a peek behind the curtain. I hit up Rocky and his DMs thinking that there's no shot he would respond. And Rocky being the gentleman that he is, sure enough, responded. And hey, here he is for uh, what 10 minutes to, to talk about last year's Michigan game. But before we get to that, Rocky, I, I got to go back to the hair. Um, how sick are you of hearing the sunshine nicknames and jokes? How old of a bit is that for, for you to hear? Oh, man, it, it's been going on for a while. But, uh, you know, it, it doesn't really get too old. It, people love talking about it. And, and it's a great comes from a great movie. So it, it doesn't really get old, you know, yeah, like, whatever, ma- whatever makes everybody <laughs> smile. <laughs> There you go. You're a man of the people. I mean, uh, what, what else can be said? Um, exactly. So like I said, got to talk about the Michigan game, but how about I just, you know, start this on a really sad note and talk about the Rutgers game first. Uh, obviously that didn't go the way you guys wanted it to. Um, but really, I think it's important to talk about it because what was the mood like in the locker room or the film session of the practice right after the game with the Michigan game quickly on the horizon? 
Yeah, I mean, it was it was disappointing. The result was disappointing. I, I think it was their first Big Ten win. Um, so, you know, it was kind of a feeling of like, man, what, how we let that happen? And we, we came in with such high hopes for the season. Um, but then when you went back and watched the film, we saw all the good things that we did and all the mistakes we made that really ended up costing us the game. And so it, it was a it was a tough feeling at first to get over the fact that we had, you know, we just lost the season opener and, you know, we had given them their first Big Ten win. But at the end of the day, we saw all the great things that we did and we knew that we had a chance the next week against Michigan. So we used that to our advantage and we used that to kind of build ourselves up and, you know, also humble, humble ourselves a little bit as well. Right. And on the contrary, Michigan came off a pretty big win, like smoking Minnesota by about 400 points the week before. So you guys come off your loss. They come off that win. You guys are three and a half touchdown underdogs. Now, were you guys aware of how big of underdogs you are? Do you guys not pay attention to that at all? Or is it just the degenerate fans like myself that really notice <laughs> how big of like betting underdogs you are? I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure a lot of our guys were aware. I personally was not, but I was definitely made aware immediately after the game when people were telling me how much money they made <laughs> off of it. So <laughs> There we go. It was, it, was a, it, was cool, it was a cool feeling to, to know, but I, I actually had no idea. I knew we were underdogs, but I, 24 and a half points was, was more than I expected. That's healthy. Like, could you tell just in the, the film sessions before the game that you guys are actually on par, if not even a little better than they are, or did that even kind of surprise you as the game was unfolding? No, you can tell on film. I mean, mm-hmm. in, in the Big Ten, for the most part, everybody's got athletes. You know, everybody sure. can beat everybody on any, on any given day for the most part um, if you go out and play your best ball. So it's not like we were overwhelmingly outmatched or anything like that. We knew we just go had to go out there and execute the game plan and make plays. Speaking of the game plan, um, you ended the game with 323 yards, three touchdowns, a, a lot of those just on fly routes, streak routes, just eating the secondary alive. Is, is that mm-hmm. something that you knew you guys were going to do, is beating them deep all game? Or, again, is that just something that organically happens throughout the game after you realize, like, oh, we could fry these guys on the outside? Yeah, I think it was a little bit more organic than completely game planned. Gotcha. Um, but something we knew that they did was they ran a lot of this, you know, we called it 24 coverage. So they, they had no safety help to the boundary, um, you know, on most on most plays. And that was just their scheme that they ran, and, and they ran it well for the most part. But we had some guys that, um, you know, made some moves and, and got some separation, and we, we ended up being able to hit a lot of those deep, deep routes. So it was just kind of, you know, finding a, a weak link in the coverage and, and exploiting it. And then, you know, on top of that, you got to execute the – you know, it doesn't just work on X's and O's sometimes. you got to actually go out there and do it, and we did it. it, it kind of on top of that, too, I, I'm not saying that you guys could have predicted that Ricky White goes for damn near 200 yards, but did you figure that he was going to be a key part of that game, or was that even a surprise, too, that the true freshman was able to contribute that much? No, that, that, was, a, that was the biggest surprise of the game for me. Gotcha. I, I mean, I know Ricky was a talented player, and I knew that he was going to get some playing time. But, you know, if you would have told me that any of our receivers were going to go for over 200 yards that game, you know, I might have looked at you a little sideways. But um, great for him, great for the program. Uh, I was so happy for him after the game. I mean, what a, what a way to open your true freshman year uh, against, against your biggest rival. 
Speaking of receivers and surprises, I just have to shout out Cade McDonald getting what back-to-back catches in the fourth quarter there. Uh, did, what's, <laughs> yeah. Was he even part of the, like, the, the game? Play? Like, did that surprise you that, A, he was even on the field, and B, that you were well, actually going to be completing passes to him late in the game? Well, we, we had, uh, you know, I, I saw him coming in there, and, and I start you know, get a little smile on my face. I think <laughs> I could be wrong, but I think that was some of his first plays of ever. I think it was. And, yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right. I think it was his first play, maybe. And he walks in, and and I see him in the huddle or whatever, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like look, look who's here. And we run a right. little over out, and he makes a great catch. And I, I mean, I I know he's a good player, and I know I know he was going to make that catch. So, you know, at at the time that I was running the play, I, I was just running the play. But when I saw him go down there and make that catch, and slide for the ball I was just so I was so excited I went up there and gave him a pat on the helmet and told him good job so that was really cool for me and for him and, and right now I'm just going to be selfish for a little bit and talk about my experience at a certain point of the, part of the game um this is when you guys were up 10 Michigan has the ball with roughly five minutes to go but they keep on throwing in the middle of the field not going out of bounds whatsoever short routes short of the sticks really chewing up what seemed to be four and a half minutes of clock. And at the time I'm thinking like, holy hell, like what are these guys doing now? Your thought you're on the sidelines, but were you able to watch that whole drive? And what were you thinking as you just watched the minutes get eaten away by Michigan's own offense? Really? I mean, I was kind of thinking the same thing you were thinking. thinking yeah, there we go. There we go. Pretty fast. And they're down two possessions. And, uh, you know, I mean, it ended up being okay for them. They would have had a shot if we would have, punted on the, that fourth down but you know the clock ran down so fast I was thinking what the heck's going on here you know I'm expecting to have to go out and you know get a few first downs to really seal the deal but I think I think we only had to get one at the end of the day mm-hmm. so it was it was interesting to see but you know sometimes that's just how it works out and at, at the end of the day you got to take what the defense gives you and I think that's what they were trying to do if we can go back to that last first down you guys had to get, you guys were, I think, fourth and two, and you scrambled for three yards. Just walk me through your mindset from breaking out of the huddle to the whole play. Like, I, I just got to know what was going on through your mind as you were just on the precipice of becoming, well, an MSU legend for picking up the first down dice of the game. <laughs> well, uh, Coach, to Coach Johnson's credit, he kind of put the, he cut the ball in my court, and he, he told me, you know, we're going to try to draw them off sides, but if you see an opening, we're, we, I could, he gave me the freedom to call QB sneak. And, uh, you know, I saw that there was a little opening there, and I didn't think that they were expecting a QB sneak. It's fourth and two, you know, kind of pretty pretty pivotal point in the game, obviously. Sure. <laughs> and, you know, I also got a, a little bit of pride. So I was just like, here we go. You know, I'm calling it. We're running the sneak, and, and it worked great. We got a great push up front and a great push from the back. So, um, yeah, pretty cool moment. Pretty cool moment. Well, hey, thank you for getting that first down. Um, that was a huge sigh of relief back that last Halloween, so much appreciated. Um, I have to note, like, that had to have been a weird atmosphere, though. I mean, you guys are on the road, obviously, but there's not the 100-whatever-thousand fans there are at the big house. Like, what Could you still tell it was a somber atmosphere, though, or what, just what was the stadium like after you guys were walking off the field? Um, yeah, it was, it was a little different. I would say for the most part, um, you're pretty locked into the game, especially while you're playing. So you don't notice sure. the fans quite as much, you know, maybe when you're away and you don't get as much noise, but they still had the speakers going. So it was whatever, but, uh, <laughs> it definitely is a little bit of a different atmosphere, but that being a rivalry game and, you know, Michigan's our 
was our biggest game of the year. So for us to just go in there and play, that was that was enough for us. You know, we didn't need the 100,000 fan atmosphere to know the importance of that game. Right. And here's a really broad question, but what was just your best memory from that celebration? Oh, um, best memory from the celebration was pro- probably the, the quarterback sneak at the end, fourth and two. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, it was a pretty gutsy call in the end looking back at it. Like, that, that, you know, that, that's what you got to do to win games, but it ended up working out really well for us. It, it, it was either that. Or the drive at the end of the half, we had a, we had a dig route to Ricky White. Um, you know, the, the, that was just a, a huge point in the game where we needed to put points up on the board and help our defense. But it was a great game, and the locker room celebration was was awesome as well. So it, it was it was one of the greatest experiences I've had. And just what's what's like a bus ride back to East Lansing with Paul Bunyan and Toe like? I mean, I, I can't even imagine how rambunctious <laughs> that would be. It's a, it's a lot better than a Paul than a, than a ride back without Paul. I can yeah, I hear you, man. <laughs> so, right. and, no, uh, it was fun. Uh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no it, it was fun. It just everybody was there passing around the trophy and you know taking turns with it and taking pictures. So it, it was very cool. Um, you know, the team understands what that meant to to the program and, and to ourselves and to our coaching staff. So it was awesome. And you're taking your talents to Northern Illinois next year. Now, during this whole transfer process, was it important that you were going to play at a place that visits Michigan on their schedule early in the season next year? Was, <laughs> was that was that number one on your list? No, that, that was not number I actually didn't even know we were playing Michigan until I had committed. And gotcha, all right. <laughs> the, our, our head coach, the first thing Coach Hammock said to me when I committed was, Hey, you know we got Michigan at the Big House Week Three. <laughs> I said, "Sign me up. Here we go again. I'm ready." Run it back, baby. <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah. That's big time. Well, Rocky, that, that's all I had for you, man. I, I can't thank you enough for for joining me, celebrating the belated Paul Bunyan Day, and uh, yeah, thank you for everything you've done at Michigan State, um, especially on Halloween, my man. Um, we're, we're wishing nothing but you know the best things for you over in Northern Illinois. So, thanks again, man. Awesome. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. All right, thanks so much for listening to today's episode of Locked On Spartans. If you're a new listener, thanks so much for joining us. Um, Yeah, we're in the dead of summer right now. We do a lot of listener emails, a lot of random stuff. But once we get back into football season, we will be talking a ton of football, ton of basketball once that gets going as well. Every single day, Monday through Friday, right here, wherever you find your podcast. Reminder to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast show we'll be back on tuesday with probably a bunch of listener emails and we'll yeah. we'll talk a little bit more about caden hauser because we'll have elite 11 results uh by the time we sit down to record that show on monday night if you want to email us locked on spartans at gmail.com is how you can do that i got like seven emails sitting in the hopper there that we need to get to uh nice. as well thanks so much for listening matt you got some trivia for us I got some trivia, Will. Uh, this long-tenured mulleted, mulleted kicker is the greatest <laughs> MSU athlete of all time. Matt Coughlin. Wow! Will, nailed it. Look at you, bud. Way to go. Way to go. Way to be. Way to be, Matt. Go green, guys.